Welcome to the SCMS Classical Conversation Podcast, recorded in the New Center for Chamber Music during the Seattle Chamber Music Society's 2020 Virtual Summer Festival. I'm Dave Beck from Classical King FM. I hope you enjoy these in-depth conversations with festival musicians. You can find more episodes at seattlechambermusic.org and most podcasting platforms. Please rate and review us wherever you listen. Pianist Orion Weiss has spent the COVID quarantine months of 2020 putting finishing touches on a recording in which composers ponder grief and loss. Ravel honored friends lost in World War I in Le Tombeau du Couperin. Shostakovich reflects on a teacher lost in the wake of the siege of Leningrad. And Brahms captures his mentor Robert Schumann's fragile psyche in Brahms' set of variations on a theme of Schumann. This is the last in our three-part podcast conversation with Orion from the SCMS 2020 Virtual Summer Festival. This is the second visit we've had with you in this course of this eight-year-old podcast, so I want to get caught up on some oh, of I'm so our, glad to be a, Yeah, it's a, a, great. A, the only other person we've had on twice, I think, is, is James. So, uh, Well, yeah, um, you should have me three times before you had no, <laughs> right. we got a competition. It's, it's, exactly, it's a race. <laughs> um, you have a wonderful mix of uh, recorded repertoire. We uh, sampled the Gershwin last time. And um, one, one I want to talk a little bit about is this Scarlatti project. Because mm. um, uh, it, it looks like you're part of a group of several people that are going through. There's a, like 500 of these, aren't there? Something like that. I think like this amazingly round number of 555. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what's the backstory on that project? Uh, the, you know, in a way it was like... I guess if you could, it was like a journeyman project a little bit that they Noxos, you know, their their mo is to record everything, mm-hmm. and so they were trying to record all the all the sonatas of Scarlatti, and they, I, I'm I was CD number fifteen, and at that, at that point they this was I mean, how many years ago was this already? It might have been eight or nine is years right? ago. Yeah. Might have been yeah, but. You know, they 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 sent me a list of all of the sonatas that had been recorded, and so from that I had to. It, it was a little bit tricky, actually. What I was lucky to find online was a an online tool. You know, every possible kind of uh, interface tool is available on a, on a website. <laughs> this was a tool for converting the two different catalogs of Scarlatti from one to the other, the Kirkpatrick catalog to the Longo catalog. Oh, huh. So I knew I knew the Kirkpatrick numbers, but I had to find the Longo numbers because of the score I had. And there was an online Scarlatti converter. So I did that. And I was able to find the 200 sonatas that I still had to choose from. And I think I played almost all of them through. Wow. And I chose 19 that I, that I, well, I, I probably chose maybe 30 and then sort of tried to figure out a sorting that would work. Yeah. I had an idea of, of like, of some kind of a key relationship, kind of trying to do like what the Chopin preludes do. Hmm. Um, with majors and relative minors, but then the problem is Scarlatti didn't write sonatas in every key. He's, you know, the, like th- I think some of the some of the keys are like are underrepresented. So I think were, some weren't represented at all. Huh, interesting. I'm trying to remember yeah. which which ones weren't, but maybe there's no um, maybe there's no E flat minor yeah. one, or maybe there is. I don't it wasn't, know. Yeah. Wasn't following box example. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, it, it, it was so fun to 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 learn those pieces. Those are they're so they're so charming, and some are so quirky and inter- yes. interesting. Oh uh, my goodness! Talk about imagination! Yeah. yeah, one after the other, and and 
so, always such such so, so many technical surprises like the the textures that he comes up with the leaps the the double notes the repeated notes some some uh really really hard things to ask from from a modern piano probably also hard on the harpsichord but things can be really difficult and also just like the the, the harmonic shifts and the, the various characters like you you know these sonatas were filled with a lot of Spanish sounding music you hear you hear like drums and castanets and mm. like rolled guitar sounds yeah in beautiful melodies hey, he's a, he's great great it's fantastic know. stuff we're we're always um uh, dropping little Scarlatti interpretations into our programming, just oh, kind of yeah. palate cleansers almost uh, yes. between the big symphonies on the radio. And uh, um, oh, my f- my favorite my favorite Scarlatti recording is was actually made by a teacher of mine from Cleveland, Sergei Babian recorded. Oh, oh yeah, nineteen sonatas, and there it's oh I, I it's just so so good, yeah. it's so good. I was I was thinking in, in that in that direction when I was recording. I was like, I want to you know. Just, I was thinking about how much I loved his and was hoping to, and then you know I I I I, I think I think my Scarlatti recording came out okay, but the piano was not great, and so there were a lot of it was that kind of difficulty nobody can ever hear, but I hear it when I listen to it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I remember having to work around that note, which was too loud all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we had a conversation again last time, and uh, we were talking about it before we we came on today. Is that. Um, it's it's a tough process making a recording, especially when you get in the editing uh, process, yes. and you really start to get into the fine details. And you are at that place now in a recording that one uh, uh, a, a beautiful performance you did a few seasons back of uh, Le Tombeau de Couperin by Ravel, oh, uh, and that's and that's um, that's on in the, the can. Yeah, it's in the finally in the can. I mean, this this is now the re- the recording. I, I recorded it two years ago, uh, along with a, a couple of other pieces for. What I thought was going to be kind of like the sequel to Presentiment. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know how the pieces came together, but Presentiment was all pieces of, and the name was was came after. But it was the idea with all the pieces were, um, right before World War One and looking looking at almost predicting something. It felt like something scary was in the music, even though nothing really that horrible had happened yet in the world. Mm-hmm. So then. The next set of pieces, like Le Tambeau, was was written in World War One during World War One, and so I thought maybe I could do something about grief. A, 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 a set of pieces all brought together by by grief, like what happens after you're worried about something's gonna happen, something bad does happen, and I don't know why what led me to all, to, to these sort of dark collections of repertoire, but just just seeing connections between pieces was was interesting and and um, you know. Um, uh, it, it was inspiring for me. So, so Ravel, you know, each of those movements from the tombeau he dedicated to someone who died in World War One. Mm-hmm. So, from that, I was I was led to Shostakovich's second piano sonata, which he wrote for his teacher who 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 died sort of after being evacuated from Leningrad during mm-hmm. the siege of Leningrad, the World War Two. And um, so that was that connection between those two big pieces and. And then I added in the Brahms uh, um, F sharp minor variations on the theme of Schumann, which is Opus Nine, and it's right after Brahms had met Schumann. Just a couple months later, Schumann jumped in the river, oh, wow. and so um, this was it, it was this was also kind of I think an expression of grief and 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 sorrow and trying to he was giving each variation one at a time, sending them in letters or, or presenting them to Clara and to the family. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought maybe those three pieces could speak to each other in some way. And I don't know 
whether they whether they do, but it's always just they did they did in their stories and the music, you know, between Ravel, Shostakovich, and Brahms is so different, such different worlds, but maybe some slight uh, similarity in where they came from. And then there are two other pieces I added in the program, which are the last uh, opus of Brahms, his very last opus, which are which are eleven uh, organ preludes, um, chorale preludes for the organ that Bisoni transcribed. He wow. Bisoni transcribed them for the piano, six of mm-hmm. them. And and I took took I took two of them and, and one of them is the last piece he wrote and this is it was it was right after Clara's Clara Schumann's funeral. So there I thought maybe that would and, and the music is so beautiful. I know wow. no people don't really know these these organ I don't know I, I didn't know them before no. at all. Mm. The last one is called Oh World I Must Leave Thee. It's mm. from from um yeah, it's from it's from the, the liturgy somewhere but so yeah. so well um, on our last visit, we you, you brought an advance release of Presentiment, and um, um, I, I, I remember leaving you <laughs> that mm. conversation saying, "When's it going to be out?" And I said, "I promised to to get it out," and you did. Yes. Uh, so where are do you do you have a working title for the new one? See, no, I was working. I mean, Presentiment oh. took a lot of time with a big thesaurus to find that. <laughs> but I really, when I when I got it, I thought I liked it. I thought it was as it's close great. as I could yeah. get. I was looking thinking about omens or or you know auguries of things like that before and. Presentiment seemed to. I don't know what 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 this one will be because I don't, for, I don't know if anyone will buy buy like an album. Called, but you know something. Uh, there's it's something about the music seems right for for now when so much right. of the world is dealing with so much loss and yeah. worry and unsettledness and and um, I don't yeah. know if you have any suggestions for for <laughs> I'm what to call it. About it. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and I, I also had a dream that Presentiment and this grief album and grief, grief album and something. Afterwards would be some kind of like a, a trilogy. People don't usually make piano albums in trilogies, but I thought if I could come up with something cathartic or whatever is next right. after it, I, I don't know what. But yeah. well, having um, heard presentiment and heard you do the tombo here at the Seattle Chamber Music Society, um, I can't wait. I can't. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you. I'll give you. Yeah, I'm happy to give it to you as soon as I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so once the concert halls are open up again, nobody seems to know. When that will be? Um, what's what's right there on your music stand that you're you're learning, or what's uh, what's next uh, in terms of concertizing? Ah, uh, I mean, we're we're sort of watching things disappear yeah. over the horizon. Right. I, th- I keep thinking that something, one thing, might be next, and and then it, it it's gone. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, you know, I'm enjoying this, and, and then there, I think there are some gonna be more last minute popping up things some some festivals will try to do things i mean i'm still waiting to hear from a couple things in, in august that maybe they're definitely not going to be in person but maybe we'll do some recordings or some virtual things coming mm-hmm. up and 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 as for me i'm going to i mean my life is the, is is never going to be uh, uh, um disconnected from i mean i'm trying to say my life is the piano without sounding mm-hmm. totally crazy but <laughs> it, it is and and um yeah i'm going to just keep learning music and 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 then and then just building my own like a store. I feel like it sometimes is like a like a storehouse of of like each piece sort of enriches you and 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 grows what you can draw on in in times of of need. So yeah, there's a oh my goodness, the list is just getting ridiculous. Yeah. But I wish I could learn faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to it all. So good good to see you again. Oh, so right. great to Thank talk you. to you. Always so much fun. Uh, 
This brings our latest Classical Conversations podcast to an end. Orion Weiss with us this time. Find this program and then our entire series online at seattlechambermusic.org. You can subscribe to the series on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. The SCMS Virtual Summer Festival continuing online and on demand through August 17th, 2020. Our engineer is Bill Levy. James Ennis is the artistic director of the Seattle Chamber Music Society. Connie Cooper, the executive director. We also get help from Rachel Soprati and Seneca Garber. I'm Dave Beck from listener-supported Classical King FM. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Classical Conversation podcast. The podcast is a co-production of Seattle Chamber Music Society and Classical King FM. Bill Levy is our recording engineer. You can find more episodes at seattlechambermusic.org and most podcasting platforms. Please rate and review us when you listen. The podcast is produced by Nikhil Sarma and Rachel Soprati. To learn more, go to seattlechambermusic.org. I'm Dave Beck. Mm-hmm.